0: Yo, Eagles Nation, stand up. I
1: think it's awesome. let's watch the video game.
0: barkley put it (laughs) looking like another grease pole night in philly philly Philly. yo 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 let's call this one episode 126 of the grease pole podcast appreciate you taking part as always each and every Monday, new episodes are available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, also simulcast on YouTube. Uh, look up the Grease Poll Podcast, hit subscribe, rate, review on the podcast platforms if you'd be so kind. Thank you very much for being here. Um, Victory Monday, not, not very pretty, not certainly not sexy is what you would call yesterday's win, but uh, we... Uh, we finally clinched, man. We did the damn thing. We 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 accomplished uh we accomplished stuff. It took 3 weeks, but you still want it, yeah. We did um it man. So what sucks about it the most is the Giants weren't even playing everybody. The Giants were rolling out backups, dude. Oh man. And <laughs> We had everybody out there, everybody that was healthy, right? And uh, wasn't exactly a glowing performance. Mm. Um, it looked like we might jump out to a big lead, and then just kind of sputtered along. Our soccer player Jake Elliott, the kicker, yeah, um, he put up five field goals for us. It felt like watching the Ravens, <laughs> oh man, without Lamar Jackson, dude. It was very bizarre, but. So if it weren't for him, fuck, dude. It it would San Francisco would probably be the one seed. But it was it was odd, dude. Like Jalen, you could tell Jalen wasn't entirely at a hundred percent yet. You could also tell he was doing everything he could to avoid taking hits. When he mm-hmm. did run, he was going out of bounds. He was leaving yardage on the field, he was going down two and three yards before dudes would make contact with him, which is what you want. Yeah. You don't want Especially it,
2: Coming off injury, exactly,
0: exactly, dude. It's like, all right, you you need to secure this buy so you can get completely right. And at the same time, though, I get why they played him because you don't want your starting quarterback sitting for a month, yeah, and then coming in in a do or die situation. So, like, he, I get him playing. He kind of had to play, but he didn't look great. But at the same time, it wasn't all him either. And if anything, he has a fucking excuse. Yeah, he's not a hundred percent yet. You know what I mean? So. Rough win, man. It When you didn't want to see the starters playing the entire game, mm-hmm. you wanted to see dudes get pulled. And when you kind of realize, like, these motherfuckers are going to have to go the distance to lock this thing down, that's when it's kind of like, man, fuck, dude. Seriously? Really with this? So let me ask you, did did the squad
2: just run out of gas? You think? I. It's weird, I, I dude. Know that, I know there's injury you know is a big part of it yeah
0: it is but it the only two guys we were missing is josh sweat uh pro bowl edge rusher who injured his neck last week he should be good when we come back in the divisional round and then lane johnson who got injured in the dallas game with an abdominal strain Hadn't allowed a sack in over two years. All pro at right tackle. And that's where, when Hertz was taking sacks, that's where they were coming from, mm-hmm. was his spot. Because Jack Driscoll, bless his fucking heart, <laughs> is not Lane Johnson. So, but those are big injuries, man. And it's yeah. like we were still putting heat on the quarterback, Davis Webb, <laughs> for the Giants. That's that dude's name. He uh completed his first NFL pass and threw his first NFL touchdown yesterday. Wow. Or scored his first NFL touchdown yesterday. It was a run. So, uh, yeah, good for him. Sure. But uh, so it, it, I don't know if it was that they ran out of gas or just there's this weird thing that because they, you jumped out to such a big fucking lead at 13 and 1, that I don't want to say they've mentally checked out because I'm not going to question their mental. But it, if they kind of look past everybody to just, let's just get to the playoffs. And, I, I can appreciate that, but it's also like you can't do that until shit gets locked up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If you had locked things up a week or two ago, none of you motherfuckers would probably be playing today. Yeah. Or you would be playing, but for a limited amount. And mm-hmm. then you could sit your ass on the sideline and laugh and giggle. like fucking, A series
2: or two to keep the rust off. Yeah,
0: exactly. And you can sit on the sidelines and laugh like schoolgirls with shiny new vibrators. But <laughs> it... I, it wasn't what you'd hope for you you'd left wanting to see more even despite the win like it was a win but it was kind of like man you know it's you look at it and you go are we cooling off at the worst possible time of the year yeah you know what I mean and yeah there's injuries and stuff we got Chauncey Gardner Johnson back yesterday all pro safety who led the league in interceptions when he went down against Green Bay November 27th I think that game was so And he had seven tackles yesterday. Like, he looked good. And so it's we're starting to get dudes back. And, you know, A.J. Brown set the record yesterday for franchise uh, single-season receiving yards. Devontae Smith set the record for most catches in a single season. And, you know, we set single-season sack record with 71. Came within one sack of the 84 Bears of the all-time record. I wanted that thing so fucking bad, dude. And there were a couple times where he almost had him and I'm like, Fucking Davis Webb. <laughs> you can't not him? Really? <laughs> Fuck, dude. But in in, you know, fourteen wins, which is the most in the regular season in team history. It took the extra game to get it. Uh-huh. But it's in the record books, it still looks the same. So, you know, I don't even remember the Super Bowl year kind of the franchise record book really being rewritten to this extent. So it's kind of cool, you yeah. know, but it's it's also like you can have those records. I would have rather had more of a statement because it honestly feels it's weird, dude, because it's like I've never really been one to give a shit what the media, national media says, and I still don't, but it's like for for a one seed, for a team that's 14-3, that's the best record in the NFL. You're like It's almost like an afterthought mm-hmm. now. Because you know? lost
2: too late.
0: Yeah, and so it's in San Francisco comes out yesterday and fucking houses Arizona. You know, and Minnesota was impressive, and Dallas is always gonna be a glossy, shiny object because of the Cowboys, mm-hmm. and they move the needle. But it this team is the they play their best when they're the underdogs. So in a weird, perverse way, it's actually shaping up perfectly hmm. because it, nobody's counting you out at fourteen and three, but. When you kind of lose the momentum, like San Francisco, I think's is 110 straight now. Mm. They're white fucking hot, and they're down to their third-string quarterback. <laughs> yeah, Brock Purdy from Iowa State, who I liked a lot in college, but he was Mr. Irrelevant this year. He was the last pick in the draft. Like, wow. you don't, Yeah, dude. You don't <laughs> expect that dude to come in after you lose your third overall pick in the previous year, a guy that took you to the Super Bowl a couple years ago, and then this dude comes in and just keeps the train rolling, dude. Not quite the Brady story, but it's eerily similar yeah dude it's weird it's like san francisco always finds themselves in these weird quarterback situations where tim rate is starting (laughs) steve bono you know (laughs) elvis Germack. oh my god dude shout out to elvis like but they it's it's kind of like the kaepernick thing alex smith goes down you're like fuck what are we gonna do then kaepernick comes in you know and i know people hate him but you say what you want that year he set the fucking league on fire and you know he comes in takes them to the super bowl and they almost won the motherfucker it's like the niners always find themselves in these situations where they lose dudes and then just the next guy comes in and mm-hmm. you know somehow they went from having you know whatever and now they have three quarterbacks and the guy that arguably is the least impressive is the guy they traded up to take third overall on the draft last year but it's like If you're the Niners, you don't invest that draft capital in it. They're going to give Trey Lance every opportunity they can to succeed because they've got the most invested in him. Mm -hmm. So it's weird because we had that with Carson and Jalen Hurts, and now it's like unequivocally Hurts is the fucking guy. You know what I mean? But then there's also the weird PTSD of this is right around the time where Howie would probably draft a dude in the third Mm -hmm. round. You know, just, just in case. Just in case. Jalen hurt his shoulder, so let's straight. You know, let's draft. I don't know, Hendon Hooker out of Tennessee, and you're like, what the fuck? But
2: or do something to try to get Minshew ready to play
0: if dude, that happens again. I don't right, know. right. Well, it's weird because like he against Dallas, he looked. I mean, he was fine. I mean, he threw two picks, but they weren't all on him. Quez Watkins is a broomstick, and he couldn't wrestle away from one of the Dallas players. I can't remember who. That's how one of those happened, but. I mean, New Orleans, it looked like shit, but the whole team did. The whole team just looked like disinterested, like they didn't want to be there. Mm. And it's like.
2: By the way, if we needed more reasons to hate the Saints. Remember how I told you a couple weeks back I had to pick the Cowboys? I think it was against the Titans? No, it was the Texans. They had to come all the way back. Yes. I was like, ugh. But, yes. But I picked them in my, in my uh, survival league. Yep. So. I was down to very few teams that I could pick. Texans, one of them, which in hindsight, I get—I guess I probably should have—but <laughs> did not have much confidence. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, the Saints just beat the Birds. They should be able to beat the Bears. I think that's who they are playing.
0: I think so. I they think. should be
2: able to beat them, right?" And I'm looking at it, and I'm at seven nothing at halftime. I'm like, "Oh, okay.
0: Now they played like Carolina or somebody like that. I think. Oh, maybe. But yeah,
2: they lost ten 7 <laughs> I, I went from winning ninety dollars at the in- beginning of the day to out because the Saints couldn't get it done. Thanks, New Orleans, assholes.
0: Thanks. I mean, I'm glad that you lost because we got we got your first round pick. I'm bummed that we didn't beat you last week, but because that would have buried you more. But I hate you for costing our guy money. <laughs> the Saints are just—they're always in the way, dude. Always. I hate them so much. I
2: was I was semi-excited when they fir- well, like when Breeze first went there and they were good. I was like, yes, you know. They're you always love when the lovable loser becomes like relevant for sure for sure. But then they won the one Super Bowl and their shit don't stink.
0: I dude, I was I was there, I was okay with them until Bounty Gate happened. Yeah, because I was like, it's so obvious something's up here, Mm -hmm. you know. And I was a Favre guy, so it's like, no man, no fuck you, (laughs) New Orleans. Yeah, just because you had a a natural disaster doesn't doesn't give you a right. Thirteen and three that year. Yeah, dude, that should it should have happened. Minnesota's Minnesota's had some good squads to not make it.
2: Fifteen and one with Randall.
0: Yeah, yeah, Randall's MVP year way after Fucking he hell. left. I know, dude. Gary Anderson, goddamn Anderson <laughs> misses
2: one field goal all year.
0: And it yeah, and it just it was, happens to
2: be against Atlanta yeah. in the NFC Championship. It was the one
0: that he needed the most, the only
2: one he needed to hit all year.
0: Yeah, fuck they, you.
2: They ran away against everybody yes, that year.
0: Yeah, and then he trots out there, fucking. i like, automatic. Yeah, with my one-bar face mask. God damn it. Still Son in 1998, you fucking old sack of shit. And then they got fucked up by the Giants like two years later in the yep. Championship. Oh God, yeah. I was like, Dante. Dante Culpepper. Yeah. What a what a weird run that was. <sighs> Speaking of lovable losers, dude, our guy uh, Dougie Pease got the Jags in the playoffs in his first year in Jacksonville, dude. He this motherfucker took the worst team in the league and took them to the playoffs in his first year as head coach. Now, a lot of that is because they won a terrible division in the AFC South. Like that division is the Jags, Titans, Colts, and Texans. Yeah, two of those are very good. Yeah, the Colts t- are kind of a mess. Right, the Colts and the fucking Texans are a disaster and the Titans are your biggest competition and
2: they wasn't their quarterback down for a while which by the way yeah. it was uh shit. He's been around for fucking ever.
0: Ryan Tannehill. That's right. Yep. Yep. Old,
2: old Dolphin.
0: Yeah, dude. Yeah, still hanging around and now they got the kid from Liberty. That was the rookie, Malik yeah, Willis. That yeah. was the game
2: I watched, and I was like, man, this kid
0: looks good. Yeah, dude, he's... The team was scrappy. He's got some traits, man. He's got some traits. And I didn't watch any of that game, but I was excited to know that Jacksonville won. They're going to be good, dude. They're going to be good. And I'm sitting there... I wish they had good gear. I know. Look, and there's... So there's a
2: fucking outline. There's a number. God that's it.
0: <laughs> that's it, dude. Because there, there's so much potential with that color scheme. Yeah. You know, the logo's fucking sick. The helmet looks great. Yep. And I'm sitting there, and I'm like, we talked about it a couple years ago. Peterson had to go when he did. But Mm -hmm. I'm like, are we going to regret this in a couple years, man? Like, I mean, we'll see how it all plays out. But we know how this movie ends for our guy. Mm -hmm. Inevitably, he gets the big red X.
2: Yeah, no matter what happens this year, he's getting run out. In like two to three years. It's
0: before. yeah, unless we go on a hell of a run. Like it's it's I mean, we ran Peterson out of town right not long after the Super Bowl. Then again, that was extenuating a lot. It was Carson, you know, that piece of shit.
2: It was absolutely time for Andy Reid to go, but at the same time, Andy Reid got you guys the five straight NFC championships.
0: Andy and Reed was the man, dude. Yeah. yeah. He
2: had himself a tenure.
0: For sure. And that's is you know, you go from Andy to Doug to Sirianni. And that's what's funny, is like Jeff Lurie, our owner, the three head coaching hires he's made—Andy Reid, Doug Peterson, Nick Sirianni—nobody was looking at these dudes when he hired them. And so, it—if there's an owner that has a right to get chesty about, you know, head coaching hires, it's it's Jeff Lurie. That and uh, fucking what's his name for Pittsburgh? Because they've only had like three coaches ever. Yeah. I can't stand Mike Tomlin though. He's a fucking cheerleader and a gimmick. But and a local. Yes, local guy. Denby. Local guy. Denby he referenced Patriot. he referenced the shipyard oh. about a week ago. He ah. said I could be wearing steel toes in Newport news at the shipyard, mm. and everybody was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs>
2: he, he mentioned Freedom. it. Freedom.
0: Yeah, diplomacy. <laughs> and it's just like this guy. Everybody go fuck yourself. <laughs> but
2: it was sorry to ask. Uh,
0: no, you're I, good. I don't remember.
2: Uh, was Reed on the homegrown tree, or was there somebody even above yes, them?
0: Yes, Reed was the was a homegrown guy. He was uh, the quarterback coach um under Mike Holmgren when we hired him um Peterson was the offensive coordinator under Andy Reid in Kansas City and then Sirianni was the offensive coordinator under Frank Reich and so they've all had it all started with Andy and then they've all had connections to previous Philly coaches Ah. so which is kind of cool I guess and I mean look it's all worked out I was just looking at the Peterson thing and I'm like if you're the Jaguars, you have to be so happy to have this dude. Yeah. Because you went from Doug Marone, who was like a mental case, to Urban Meyer, who was a mental case and a whole other
2: Yeah. Run that dude on the Yeah, bl- I hope that experiment's over.
0: Oh, he's done, dude. There's the no NFL way, right? won't the NFL won't touch him again. Some desperate college team might pay him. But he's done in the NFL, dude. And he should have never it 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 took a team like the Jaguars doing it because they wanted to try to be sexy and mm-hmm. it it that dude is toxic as fuck mm-hmm. he is toxic as fuck and this isn't just a Penn State fan of me speak I didn't like that dude back when he was at fucking Florida yeah fuck Urban Meyer straight Shit, up man. and hey, didn't he go from Utah to Florida yeah he didn't went he from fuck Utah over or yep, something Bowling Green Utah Florida yeah. to Ohio State. And yeah, then he just and at each stop, he's always been like, once, once, once they stop being at the top, then he suddenly has health issues, and it's not fun anymore, and he needs to step away to be with his family, uh-huh. and then somebody else throws a shit ton of money at him, and he's like, all right, I guess I'll come back, uh-huh. you know, and I'll revive your program. It's all horseshit, dude. He's a fucking asshole and a piece of shit. But I mean, that's well documented. I it it. I love Sirianni, I do, and it ultimately it worked out the way it should have for both teams, but I was thinking about it, and I'm just like, man, because they're both player coaches, and it's if the circumstances weren't what they were with Carson and that situation against the Redskins or the football team at the time where he sat uh, Carson and put Jalen Hurts in on national TV and basically tanked the game away, then – shit might be entirely different now dude because yeah. like they didn't we sat on firing peterson for like a week if you remember yeah. like every the whole cycle started going through and about a week after like the heat the heat the heat and it was just like all right we're gonna let you go and it was the right move dude i mean it was the right move i hate to say it but it he lost shit quick and it was because of carson but there's no carson in the locker room now so sirianni should hopefully be around a little longer than peterson was Hopefully, knock on wood.
2: And I was going to say, if he gets the big one this year, but that really doesn't solidify shit. No. Not Philly. No.
0: It's like, okay, we're going to be back in a couple of years, yeah? And if not... <laughs> Bye. Yeah. If not, you're going to fucking go bag groceries at Academy, I guess, motherfucker.
2: I, I guess... It, does the rest of the fan base feel the same way that you do about Dougie P? Like, he, he he's it's, not necessarily beloved, but like... A lot of times when somebody gets run out, like, he's a pariah. And yeah, well, it,
0: now that the smoke is settled and the dust is cleared, like, he's, but like, the Eagles' Twitter account yesterday basically set out props to, mm. you know, so it's, now that, now that the animus has died down and, I mean, we're good, mm-hmm. you know, which helped. It It seems like he's, nobody hates him anymore. Which is, is good because he too took a lot of heat as Sirianni's going to if look I, based off the way this season's gone we have to at least make it there mm. for him to not take a beating because it If all four of the three previous times we've clinched the number one seed in the NFC we've at least made it to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 15 Super Bowl 39 and then Super Bowl 52 we won. Mm. So we got it again. It's like, and I hate to say it, the, the way the team was all year, like you got two weeks, dude. Yeah, You got two weeks, and it doesn't matter who you play. You got to – I have this weird feeling the Super Bowl is going to end up being Eagles-Bengals. And it actually, Frank and I were texting about that the other day, host of the Unofficial Bengals podcast, our guy and it he was like man we've been talking about it for a couple of years dude like maybe and i'm like that's got a weird feeling dude because they're fucking hot right now yeah they are fucking the hot and kind
2: of cooled cooled off haven't they
0: yeah they I dropped mean, 35 on new england yesterday the uh, bill they well they came out they came out like a house on fire because of the damar hamlin incident you know they returned the opening kickoff and it was a whole thing like he was cool as shit um And I've always liked Buffalo because I grew up a Jim Kelly mark, Mm -hmm. you know, and I for the longest time liked the Chiefs, but I'm fucking sick of them now, dude. I cannot fucking stand douchebag Patrick Mahomes and his shitty toxic social media whore family. I fucking hate the Chiefs, and it sucks because Jason Kelsey's brother plays for them, and I love Travis Kelsey, and I love Andy Reid, and I've always liked the Chiefs. Like I thought Arrowhead Stadium, how cool, Mm -hmm. and the logo, the gear, I thought, I was like, fuck yeah. So when he left, when we fired him and he went there, I was like, at least Big Red's going to a team I fuck with, and I'm fucking sick of them now. But that's the three teams out of the AFC is Kansas City, Buffalo, Cincinnati, Mm -hmm. and Miami's quarterback had his third concussion a couple weeks ago yeah so it's like is this dude ever even gonna play again should he ever even play again right baltimore i was high on but lamar jackson still a question mark and then you have fucking the jaguars and the chargers who play each other in the wild card round i'm fucking geek for that game like i love dougie p i love the jags and i love justin herbert and the chargers but it's not gonna be either of them it's not gonna be the dolphins it's not gonna be baltimore without lamar and it's not gonna be Baltimore with Lamar who's been sitting on his ass for a month. It's mm-hmm. gonna be one of those three teams. Just like out of the NFC, it's probably gonna be either us, San Francisco. <sighs> and I go back and forth on Dallas and Minnesota. So anybody but Dallas. That's me. it, dude. That's <laughs> it. I they play they play Tampa on Monday night next week. And it's I mean, we all know how Brady is in the playoffs. Uh-huh. So it's it's I hate rooting for that fucker. I do, but goddamn This'll man, be one of the times you better pull the magic out at least yeah, one more time, just dude. Once, just once, bounce them for the love of God. I hope your kale shakes work, you <laughs> fucking dickbag.
2: I saw somebody online running down Eagles fans because I guess dude got in his feelings because he's a Cowboys fan and he said something about oh. Uh, he he got a response on uh, what something about, uh, you know, haven't won since '95. And his response was, yeah, you know, those wins don't, you know, disappear. And he's right, they don't. He's not wrong. But you can't run your mouth on those anymore. They still exist. No. Yes, absolutely.
0: Sure, but the Statue of Limitations is up to where in which you can brag about them. Right. The it, team has been cheeks for a lot of the season since. Yeah, most of the season since. I feel like a dick bag when I still mention the Super Bowl that happened, you know, five years ago. Yeah. I mean, I got the fucking tattoo, but I mean, whatever. I'm not going around shoving that in people's face. Yeah. It it. I'm I'm over the high that that Super Bowl got me. Now I'm worried about. Okay, I want number two. Mm-hmm. And it it. I don't know, man. When you're Dallas, it's Jason Kelsey said it perfectly. Our center my favorite fucking player on the team, You, the difference between Eagles and Cowboys fans, and this is inarguable, the reason why the rivalry is what it is, is I, not necessarily anymore, because as any team, once you win a Super Bowl, fans start popping up. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, if you're an Eagles fan, you're either from there, live there, or someone in your family is from there and you grew up around it. You know, my son's not from Philly. He's the first O'Neal that wasn't born there, but he grew up around me. So, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. The Cowboys fan base is very, very Laker, very Yankee. Mm-hmm. It's it's shiny franchise that is far-reaching and it's a brand and that brand does reach and that's what catches a lot of people when you're getting into football it's easy when the cowboys are on tv every week and they're good it's easy to latch on to that but like you gotta understand if you're a cowboys fan like you could justify it however you want but there's not all these motherfuckers in the world that are from Texas or have family that are from Texas. Right. You're full of shit. Like, yeah. your fucking fandom is rooted in, you could pick your team based off of whatever you want, mm-hmm. but you don't have the, the, you don't get to stake the claim that other people do. Right. You just don't. It's your fan, but your fandom is rooted in some level of the horse shit if you didn't see them beat you know, the
2: bills that first time right 52 to that. 17 yeah, exactly can't and see him run them down the second time
0: yeah and you don't then get to be indignant as fuck because people fucking hate you
1: mm-hmm.
0: like people hate you because you're assholes mm-hmm. and you haven't done shit in 30 fucking years and then you get mad when people say you haven't done anything in almost three decades shut the fuck up <laughs> then you get mad it's like dude you do this to yourself, yeah. but then you get upset when an Eagles fan or uh, a fan of another team says some shit. Well, oh. we've got five rings. Yeah, but when? What yeah. have you done lately? You won a couple playoff games. Cool. Like you you've Quincy won
2: Carter as your starter for like
0: forever. R- Chad Hutchinson. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it. <laughs> fuck H- out of here. Yeah, dude. Like the only. You had a chance with Parcells and Romo, but your owner ran Parcells out of there because Parcells didn't stroke his ego. Mm-hmm. That was your shot. So it's it's very much as long as Jerry Jones is alive, his ego is going to get in the way of any success. Okay. And it that's what you got when you signed on for a plastic guy that you know runs a fucking company, runs a runs a football team, you know, in in Texas and wears white because they're the good guys. It's horse shit. It's all bullshit. And they can fuck themselves. And that's just, that's the way it is. You don't get to complain that people say that. Don't act like an obnoxious piece of shit when year in and year out, like, you've won, like, four playoff games since then. And, Mm. yes, the first playoff game they won in 20 years was against us. Whatever. Okay, cool. We've also got a ring since then, all right? Suck it. (laughs) Bottom line. So did you,
2: you said something about running down matchups or did you want to listen to the voicemail?
0: Let's uh let me let me do the matchups real quick. We'll save the voicemail for last because right. I'm flying blind into this. So, I wanted to take a look at um it, obviously the birds are off this week. So, I wanted to look at the possible matchups and kind of power rank I don't want to say level of concern, but strength of the opponent and who I think the best matchup will be and so on and so forth. Um from who I would most like to see to who I'd least like to see and you know I think I worded that right fuck who <laughs> knows just take the ride with me it'll make sense um we'll start at number six because you always got end with number one uh number seven seed Seattle and it's funny because Seattle plays San Francisco this week and San Francisco's beat them twice it's fucking hard to beat a team three times dude mm-hmm. it's really hard to beat a team three times and because we're the one seed Seattle's the seven which feels obnoxious to say. But if they win, we automatically play them. So, but at the end of the day, it's a team that still has Geno Smith, at quarterback. You know, Kenneth Walker's had a good rookie year, but the O-lines, nah, It's it's they shouldn't even be an authentic playoff team. I'm still not in on the seventh seed. I get technically they're a playoff team, but when you start letting in, you know, when you get to the end of the year and Pittsburgh and Kenny Pickett still have a chance to make it in, I'm not taking this shit seriously. <laughs> Seattle's at number six as the seventh seed. Um, the number six seed Giants at number five, and division games are always tough, you know. It just like we said with San Francisco and Seattle, it's hard to beat a team three times. You know, the birds beat the shit out of the Giants in Jersey a couple of weeks ago, but it struggled yesterday, right? It wasn't sexy at all, but you're you're chasing Davis fucking web around out there. But I do think Jalen Hurts at a hundred percent makes yesterday's game look entirely fucking different. Ultimately, I think talent Disparity on paper uh, plays out on the field if it were to be the Giants. And I think the Birds uh, would run away with it. And the thing you have to keep in mind, too, is the playoffs, the NFC comes through the link, which is one of the few true, actual home field advantages left. There's us, there's Arrowhead, you know, uh, the, the fucking Buffalo. It used to be Rich Stadium. I can't remember what it's called now, Ralph Wilson Stadium. Um, but yeah, Tampa. At uh, at number four. number four, yep, the four seed, and you've got to kind of in as long as they're alive, you've got to give them some level of respect because of fucking Brady. They want a shitty NFC South. They're under five hundred. They struggle to run the ball. Uh, so basically all you have to do at this point is just, you pressure Brady, you pressure Brady, you pressure Brady. If you pressure him, you can rush him into making mistakes. You can't touch him. The rest won't let you touch him. (laughs) But if you, if you put heat in his face, he's going to make bad decisions. And I think at this point, it's not, the rules are reversed compared to what it was last year when they completely housed us. 31 to 16 or whatever it was in the wild card round i think if we were to see them in the divisional round for whatever reason i think it would be again all due respect to 12 i think it would be a comfortable win for the birds but you have to respect the goat you have to even though we got our receipt in super bowl 52 motherfucker (laughs) uh number three the three seed vikings and they're a bipolar experience because you got kirk cousins and it's there's games where he looks like he's worth every dollar that they're paying him And there's games where you go, what the fuck are they doing paying him this amount of money? They're loaded with weapons. you got Dalvin Cook. You've got Justin Jefferson, who's the best receiver in football. Adam Thielen is getting up there in age, but he's still solid. That offensive line is improving, but you have an inconsistent defense. Um, You know, this is a team that we played back in week two for the home opener. And you can't necessarily go off of that because that was at the embryonic phase of the season, but – Minnesota you know you can't case kingdom started uh, a few years ago the super bowl year so it's a different team Justin Jefferson now it's a different roster different head coach so it's a different style of team you can't just go because we beat the shit out of them 38 to 7 in the NFC championship game before that's the way it's going to go now I I go back and forth with Minnesota in terms of viability I respect them but in turn you want to see kirk cousins put together a couple consistent games first yet where he's airing it out and he just he can't do that you can't count on that dude for the money he makes so i'm putting them at number three reluctantly the five seed cowboys at number two and it's weird because part of me really wants to see these motherfuckers dude part of me really does and i can i started thinking about it like the path to eagles cowboys nfc championship i'm like if if the Niners lose to Seattle, mm-hmm. that bounces the two seed. We always play the lowest remaining seed. So if Seattle bounces San Francisco, as long as Dallas stays alive, we don't see them until the NFC Championship, which would be some shit. I mean, yeah. dude, the link would be fucking nuts it for that shit. would be the rubber match. Yes, dude. And that's, it, it, you know, hopefully both teams would be at full strength this time. You know, it depends on a lot of it, which version of Darius Slay shows up, fucking C.D. Lamb torched his ass, torched this defense on Christmas Eve and went fucking nuts. You know, advantage goes to the birds defensive line in the trenches, especially on pass plays. You got to count for Micah Parsons, though, when we're on offense, that dude's a fucking nightmare and a problem, especially if Lane Johnson's not ready yet. That's the one, the first game when Micah Parsons started, you know, when Lane Johnson went down, it was Jack Driscoll that stepped in on the right side of the line. That's when the Cowboys caught up and made that game competitive at the link earlier in the year. So this game is where home field at the link would be absolutely fucking crucial for this matchup because that shit would be insane. And then number one, the two seed San Francisco 49ers and Brock Purdy's legit. I liked him a lot at Iowa State, Mr. Irrelevant this year. And, you know, you got to credit Kyle Shanahan because that guy utilizes every inch of the field and he utilizes every single talent of every dude on that roster. And they constantly, as we said, they constantly find themselves in these situations, a quarterback where dudes go down and just the next dude steps in and becomes a fucking stud. It happened with Alex Smith and Kaepernick. It's now happened with fucking Trey Lance to Jimmy Garoppolo. Your third overall pick goes down, and leads way to the guy that took you to the Super Bowl two years ago that now leads the way to Mr. Irrelevant, who's won you however many games in a row since he took over. You know, it's it's two good O lines. And but I think the defensive line and linebackers for the Birds could do a decent enough job of containing Christian McCaffrey. And if you can pressure Brock Purdy, he's not super mobile. You know, there's that you've got to account for nick bosa who's a fucking problem so again if that old line's not completely healthy that game could be a dog fight and it's it in some ways it does feel like it's collision course us in san francisco but it's it's playoff football dude there's always one massive upset wild card weekend and it's just kind of like which one's it going to be mm-hmm. and it's looking at these matchups dude it's it's it, You don't take anybody for granted this time. You're like, even like, I'm going to joke Seattle, you know, Geno Smith, the quarterback, but it's still like, man, I mean, we We got there. Yeah. We got our issues too, man. We got our issues too. So I don't know. I just, San Francisco has been the one for about three or four weeks. Now I've had earmarked. Like if not that I'm afraid of any of them, if I'm the birds, but I think if you had to, I guess the best way to word with this ranking is, is teams you would most want to see to the least, San Francisco is the team I'd probably least like to see.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: So there's that. We get the week off to kind of see how everything is. Hopefully Josh Sweat and Lane Johnson get back healthy and fly Eagles fly in the divisional round. So there's that. Um, You told me there is a voicemail, though, and I'm very intrigued Mm -hmm. because I am flying completely fucking blind into this. So I don't know what to expect. All right. You'll know who it is almost immediately. Okay. Okay.
1: Well, well, well. <laughs> the champ is here, by the way. Not live and on location. Just on location, taped, pre-recorded via satellite. Because the champ The champ's The champ's resting. And by resting, I mean I'm training hard. I'm eating steak and vegetables yes. and potatoes.
0: Oh, not veggies.
1: And iron and lifting because I will not be bested again. Justin, buddy, hey, congratulations, man. You beat me. You bested <laughs> me. Not only did all of your boys perform this week. Not only did you beat me in the points. Not only did you see my strategy of <laughs> picking a goalie at the last minute to try yeah. to tie you in the wins. But you outright beat me. Congratulations, buddy. Something that Corey has never done and <laughs> he's definitely never done. Sorry guys, love you. But uh congratulations, man. I'm I'm uh it was it was a great week. Uh the it, it was great. It was down to the wire. Literally down to the wire. I've I've not uh had to have that in some time. So uh congratulations for humbling the champ, uh, because we all need to be humbled sometimes. And I will applaud you for Seeing that I, I picked a goalie last minute, and I wanted to wait longer, but I just couldn't. There was a couple other games in our league going on that could have used a goalie, and I was like, man, I, I got to pick him up right now or I, I'm just going to be screwed. So I always go, and I'm, I'm, letting, I'm, I'm letting you behind the curtain here a little bit, everybody. I, I always go for I would have rather tried and lost than not done anything at all because I'm not a do nothing bitch. So <laughs> I'm a I'm a doer. And that's what I did. And Justin, you saw my strategy and uh and well, I mean go figure the flyers weren't gonna beat anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Toronto Maple Leafs. So I mean, hell, what are we gonna do? Anyway, uh I've been going on for a long time here now. Congratulations, Justin, for beating me. I'm a man of my word. I said this year that if anybody beats me I would I would uh uh, congratulate them live on the air. So here we go. I'm not live, but same same. So uh, anyway, uh, great job, buddy. Congratulations, uh, Broad Street Cheeks. You, hey, keep on keep on trying. Uh, <laughs> v, love you so much. Um, go, buoy. <laughs>
0: yes.
1: It,
2: it, it was it was down to the wire. Like he was he was putting the boots to me early yeah. in the week, and then the boys just showed up and putting putting assists and power play points fuck yeah dude and i caught up and it was like five four him going into saturday and then one of my goalies finally got a win and his goalies were shit in the bed all week i was like oh shit i'm up five four going into sunday <laughs> yeah i sat all all my goalies so i was like fuck it nobody's playing right he picks up a goalie i was like, "Nope." <laughs> let me try to get that dub. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh I wish the boys would have showed up goals like cuz he he doubled me in hits. Like 93 hits this week.
0: Yeah, it's tough, but hits are a weird one, dude. Yeah.
2: I was trying to chase him down on I was my My strategy was to try to chase him down on shots, because mm. we were close. Right, and that's what he's talking about. It went down to the wire between the goalie matchups and shots. Like it was going to be one or the other. Like right He was either going to tie me with a goalie win, or I was going to catch him on shots. And the boys
0: plenty of assists. right? No shots.: Apples for days. <laughs> like, but. Okay. This does wonders, though. For the squad, you know why, because every time and we sit here off air and on air whenever any of us is playing Joe and just go oh, fuck, yep, <laughs> so this is good for the psyche though man yep, if yep. you if you face him in the playoffs or in the chip, you yeah. know you can beat him,
2: yeah, you know as long as the boys show up is right the thing. right, um <sighs> I got Thomas this week, and I beat him earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I'm just trying to walk him down, man.
0: I know. I feel you, dude. I <laughs> I'm feel just trying you. to
2: walk Thomas down.
0: Yeah. I've got Taylor this week, and she's the five. I'm the six currently. So we're both playoff teams. But I'm still a few games under 500. I'm the Tampa Bay Bucks <laughs> of, of, of the Tug Nut Cup. And it's bizarre because picked up another win in her league. <laughs> I'm ten and three in her league. It's a points league, ten and three dude, two game lead on first i've been I've had first on lock in her league all year long, dude mm. and talking Nut cup, I'm just like <laughs> sputtering <laughs> along yeah. yeah, dude, well, that is what it is I mean it's a competitive
2: league this year too it like is man. everybody's playing, yes,, you know, but one team, yeah, so like you and again, like the thing with categories is even even the teams that don't play like are tough outs.
0: Yeah. Because, because you're still getting shit and it's when you only have one team and I think he's got some shit going on, Yeah, you know, which is understandable. But when you've got, when everybody else is locked in, it's every point you got to fight for. Like I've had two winning weeks in a row and I don't think I've had that all year. <laughs> you know, when I woke up, cause I played Sean this week, when I woke up this morning, and was like, okay, didn't shit the bed, didn't give it away. I was like, all right, cool. I also want to point
2: this out. Um, I got the dub, but technically it doesn't mean Jack. Other than if it comes down to it in the playoffs, hope uh, hopefully we can scrap. Right. I don't know if he's trying to lull me into some sense of...
0: <laughs> False sense of security. <laughs> yeah. Because
2: <laughs> r- really, wins are technically meaningless as in, in the league that we're in. Right. Because right. it's points-based. Yes. So... I mean, five to four. If this is playoffs, he's out. Yep. And you know, this conversation is over. Yep. But in the regular season, it doesn't really matter. No. I I gained some points. He gained some points.
0: Right. So. But you gained more than him.
2: I gained more than so him. You
0: close the gap.
2: Yeah. I ain't chasing. I don't think I'm gonna. I don't think there's enough time left in the season to chase Joe down. No, I don't. But it's. I, I might be
0: able to chase Thomas down. Well, it's, well actually, it's... he's first. Uh-huh. It's in it and then of course there's him and Mike at 2 and 3 yep. as always and it's yep. just like you motherfuckers. I love you both, but what the fuck?
2: I I don't know this Mike and I don't know why I've I've turned him into like some sort of villain in the league.
0: <laughs> he is frustrating to play. I, he's a great dude. I love him dearly, but he's frustrating It's just like Joe. Yeah. I love the fuck out of Joe, but every time I see the Goons on the schedule, I'm like
2: can't get it. <laughs>
0: here we go here we fucking go and yeah it the least fucked up the flyers on a mini four game winning streak they had going <laughs> uh we won four straight out west and i saw this stat that was like the flyers after winning four straight out west improved their playoff chances to 3.3 percent and i was just like fuck yeah we'll take it it's there true. we go plucky squad
2: i mean you get hot if no. you no get- <laughs>
0: No. You
2: get hot going into <laughs> or coming out of All-Star break, you know?
0: I mean, we'd have to literally not lose a game <laughs> or take a point in basically every game, which isn't happening with our ragtag bunch of bullshit we have. Um, Torts is going to just throw toasters in the fucking bathtub with everybody. Just fuck all you guys. I'm sick of this shit. And I can't say that I blame him, but it's it's great dude because this is as we talked about i think last week this is where everything starts to ramp up a little bit mm-hmm. we're january now it's the new year the calendar's turned so yeah dude i, bl- I love hockey season yeah dude
2: and, and and i this i guess would be some good punctuation on it i love that joe came on to the show last week and his proclamation was the season's officially started and his season officially starts with an l to the dumpster
0: fire. yeah your own one hot joe <laughs> we love you but you're uh nothing in the win column buddy what else gives with that so i uh,
2: don't want to play him again until the playoffs yeah I exactly i have to
0: because he's yeah he fuck he's in my conference i think isn't he yep yeah yep <laughs> fuck dude it's me taylor mike and him i think and then sean what the fuck <laughs> we're shaking shit up next year man <laughs> I don't like the kippers off conference,
2: oh, uh, what do I got Thomas v
0: will and Clark Will and Clark yep,
2: i mean Clark is the team is obviously cheeks so like he's not getting any dubs, but he's still getting points, yeah,
0: yeah it's uh it's it's gonna be an interesting stretch, dude it's mm-hmm. gonna be in a, 'cause it's nobody's nobody's really out of it out of it, no, you know, except so Clark, <laughs> yeah, except Clark, which we love him, that's our guy, but. Man. Yeah, and that's understandable, dude. Sometimes, you know what? Life's more important than fantasy hockey. That's right. You know, it's <laughs> in the big picture, we talk about it a lot and we love it, but realistically, it's, it's yeah, in the, in the pantheon of issues, not super high. But what is super high is the Birds uh, picking up their first dub of the playoffs. Next week, we will find out on next week's episode whom we play. Uh, feel free to comment below with who you'd like the squad to play, who you'd most like to see. In the divisional round, come to the link. Hit the subscribe button if you'd like. Lots more playoff and draft content to come. It's almost cocaine season, kids. Hit the subscribe button if you're a draft mark so you can follow along with us. And we will see you back here next week. Enjoy the playoffs, kids. See you then. As always, go Birds. Yo, how'd Barkley put it? Looking like another grease pole night in Philly. 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 Thanks birds.